0: Welcome back to the Ancestral Findings Podcast. Lawrence Welk was a beloved band leader with a special type of music called champagne music, which the crowds loved. He toured the country with his band and had his own TV show for decades. The son of German speaking Ukrainian immigrants, Lawrence worked hard and built his own success. This is his story. Welk family ended up in Ukraine in 1808, when Lawrence's paternal great-great-grandparents, Moritz and Magdalena Welk, moved there from the German-speaking area of Alsace-Lorraine. The former governor of Montana, Brian Schweitzer, was a first cousin once removed of Lawrence's. His mom and Schweitzer's paternal grandmother were sisters. The Welk family lived in North Dakota, on a homestead that is now a tourist attraction. The first year they were in North Dakota, they spent it living inside of an upturned wagon that they covered in sod to keep it warm. In this wagon, they spent the freezing North Dakota winter. The family added more children after immigrating and eked out a living as farmers on the frigid North Dakota plains. The farming life in North Dakota was not an easy one in those times. As such, young Lawrence dropped out of elementary school in fourth grade, and worked on the family farm full-time. Despite these hardships, Lawrence loved music and knew from a young age that he wanted to pursue a career in it. Lawrence extracted an agreement from his dad, whereby his dad would buy him a $400 mail-order accordion worth $5,411 in today's money. In exchange for the expensive accordion, Lawrence promised his dad that he would work on the family farm until he was 21 years old. If he made any money in a place other than the farm during that time, that money would go to the family. After he was 21, he was free to do as he pleased, and to keep any money he made. Interestingly, because Lawrence grew up in a German-speaking household, he did not learn how to speak English until he was 21 years old, even though he was born in the United States. Lawrence was never completely comfortable with speaking English in public. This is also why he always had the distinctive German accent in his entertainment career. Also, though he achieved worldwide fame, Lawrence was a particularly iconic figure in the German Russian community of the northern Great Plains region of the United States, as his success was considered to be the American dream personified amongst his Germanic peers. Lawrence did not want to embark on his music career. On his 21st birthday, His promise to his dad fulfilled. Lawrence left the farm to pursue his dream of a career in music. He began by leading bands in North and South Dakota. He also led the station band at the WNAX radio station in Yankton, South Dakota. While leading local and regional bands, Lawrence assembled what would become his own band, the Lawrence Welk Orchestra. The band was an instant success and quickly got a gig playing on a daily radio show. This gig was from 1927 to 1936. This gig led to a plethora of well-paying gigs across the Midwestern states. Also, in 1927, Lawrence graduated from the MacPhail School of Music in Minneapolis, Minnesota. In the 1930s, Lawrence traveled with his band and specialized in dance music and sweet music. Sweet music was a subgenre of jazz and was distinguished by its light, melodic tunes, which were different from the rhythmic and loud bands of traditional jazz at the time. The band traveled from gig to gig, by car at first, as they could not afford hotel rooms. They slept in their cars and changed clothes in them. While traveling with his band, Lawrence became king of what was called champagne music. This moniker was given to his music after the band played at the William Penn Hotel in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. A dancer at that gig referred to the band's music as light and bubbly, like champagne. This same hotel claimed to be the place where Lawrence used a bubble machine with his band for the first time. The machine was a prop the establishment owned that was left over from a movie premiere held there in the 1920s. Lawrence once spoke of his band's music style, saying, We still play music with the Champagne style, which means light and rhythmic. We place the stress on melody. The chords are played pretty much the way the composer wrote them. We play with a steady beat so dancers can follow it. The Champagne music became Lawrence's hallmark, and his fame in this area of music led to him being given his own television show, one that aired for decades. Lawrence is a beloved entertainer for generations of people. As for his personal life, Lawrence married in 1931 to Fern Renner, with whom he had three children, and eventually many, many grandchildren and great-grandchildren. Lawrence and Fern were married for 61 years, until Lawrence crossed to the other side in 1992. Lawrence was a shrewd businessman, as well as a world-class musician. In addition to investing in a large amount of valuable real estate, he invented a few things for which he obtained U.S. design patents. These inventions were a musically-themed restaurant menu, an accordion-themed ashtray, two different designs for accordion-themed restaurant serving trays. Lawrence was a Roman Catholic and went to Mass daily. He was a member of the Benevolent and Protective Order of Elks. Lawrence retired in 1982, both from touring with his band and from his TV show. Though he retired, he allowed PBS to keep airing the show in reruns. The individual episodes were packaged for syndication. He produced and starred in a couple of Christmas specials of his show in 1984 and 1985. Also, in a restaurant and club that he owned in Escondido, California, Lawrence filmed new lead-ins to reruns of The Lawrence Welk Show. Other regular performers on his show filmed their own lead-ins over the years, and the show still airs in reruns with these lead-ins on PBS today. Lawrence crossed to the other side due to pneumonia in 1992 and was buried in the Holy Cross Cemetery in Culver City, California. He was 89 years old and was surrounded by his family and friends in the apartment he shared with his wife when he crossed. He is still beloved today by millions around the planet. Many thanks for listening and following the Ancestral Findings podcast. Visit AncestralFindings.com to download a free genealogy ebook, inquire about a free genealogy lookup, and register for the weekly historical postcard giveaway. And thank you to everyone who contributes via Patreon. It helps keep this instrument in tune, this dirigible in the air, and this boat on the water. I hope you have a wonderful day and happy searching.